Welcome to The Curriculum, a podcast by Cornerstones Education. Here we discuss all things curriculum, plus leadership issues, teaching tips and much, much more. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Curriculum Podcast. Now, teacher recruitment and retention, supply cover and staffing in general is a real growing issue for school leaders for many different reasons. And it can take a lot of time, energy and be really stressful to organise, particularly when you've got other concerns and priorities in your school. So today I've invited Slava Kremerman onto the podcast and Slava is the CEO and co-founder of Zen Educate, which is a fast growing online and streamlined alternative to education recruitment agencies. So hi Slava, thanks very much for joining me today on the podcast. Hi Carolyn, thank you very much for having me. No problem. Now before we start talking about uh, teacher recruitment and what you do at Zen Educate, could you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself Slava and, and why you did actually set up Zen Educate in the first place? Yes, absolutely. So I actually come from the world of business and technology. My previous company was a financial technology company that helped make savings fairer and and more flexible for individuals. And I had a family member that worked as a supply teacher, and I thought the process was just fundamentally broken. It didn't work well for schools. It didn't work well for teachers and the costs weren't weren't reasonable. Mm. And so coming from a technology background, I knew I was well positioned to set up something different. So we built an online platform just fundamentally is better, cheaper and fairer for schools and teachers. And we've been going a little over four years now and, and have well over 600 schools that use us. That's incredible. And what, how does the, the platform actually work then, Slava? Yeah, so I think first point is really understanding what happens at a traditional agency. Mm. So typically when you have an absence in the morning, you have to wait until the recruitment agency opens. You have to phone them up and then they have a, a phone tree, a, a paper list that they work their way down. And, uh, and, and really you're not optimizing against the, the availability of a person, their proximity to the school, uh, their skill set, or their just general fit with your school. What we have is an online platform where you can log in and you can instantly with the press of a button see who's available, how far away they are and our prediction of how good of a fit they'll be with your school. And I think the prediction is something we invest quite heavily in that match algorithm to try to understand those pairings is quite important to us. And if you think about it, an average people will spend cumulatively across their education nearly a year in front of a supply teacher. And we want to make sure that year counts. Gosh, that is, that's quite a statistic, isn't it? I mean, I know from being a supply teacher myself after I had my children, when I went back into school, you know, it was, it was good that I got into a school that I knew I had taught at before as a classroom teacher, but it is a really tricky, clunky process, isn't it? And would you say it hasn't evolved that much over time, the way that, that schools get the right supply teaching? Yeah, I think that's a really fair way to put it. And I think part of the reason is the the fees that traditional agencies charge can justify throwing a lot of people at the problem. Whereas I'm, I would argue that it doesn't necessarily lead to the best outcome for the schools or the supply teachers or yeah. the pupils. And who, who can use the platform, Slava? Yeah, absolutely. Great question. So it's teachers and teaching assistants looking for short-term and long-term work and in primary, secondary, nurseries, and special education. So basically anybody across education staffing can use us. Can I ask, is it independent schools as well or is it just maintained in academies? 
Yes, we do independent schools as well and, uh, and work with quite a few of them. And are there any other benefits of, of it being an online platform, would you say? Actually, for both the users in terms of the head teachers, the school business leaders trying to find good supply, but also um, the supply teachers themselves? Yeah, absolutely. So when you look at it from a school's perspective, it's really about the cost, the quality and the convenience. From a cost perspective, the average school will save about 15%, which adds up to about £13,000 a year per school mm. when they switch over to us fully. So it's quite a significant chunk of budget but more so than just the cost it really is the quality and convenience so on the convenience front we have a 98 percent fill rate on short-term bookings and our average fill time is under 10 minutes and one of the things that we have that no other agency does is we have the option to instant book so we pre-agree with hundreds of teachers that they're exclusive to us and we'll work within certain parameters so okay. usually around proximity to a school in your group and when a school searches and they see a teacher that fulfills those parameters, they can instantly book that teacher in the click of a button, which is obviously a 10x experience compared to having to go to a traditional agency and then having to make a dozen phone calls to get back to you on whether you've actually found someone that morning or not. Yeah, I can imagine that now during the pandemic and then post pandemic, we're going to have these issues continuing, aren't we? So to be able to trust that you can get quick supply and it's quality um, and you can you can do that easily when you've got other pressing priorities that I can see that being a real benefit. Um, can I ask where you actually operate? Which areas of the country schools can use then educate? Yeah, that's a very good point. So at the moment, we're only in Greater London, Greater Manchester and Greater Birmingham. And the reason mm. for that is obviously what we do is very hyper local. We match supply and demand, but we're looking at expanding into other areas imminently. OK, well, that's good to know for any listeners who, <laughs> you know, are not in those areas but you you've got plans to expand and um i say fast growing that's because you have grown really quickly haven't you over the last few years that you've been in business why, why do you think that is uh, what's the feedback you that you've been getting from schools and teachers yeah I, I think ultimately we absolutely obsess over providing a great service to both schools and teachers mm -hmm. there's dedicated account managers for every school they're constantly in contact with that school and, uh, and, and as we've tracked it, one of the best measures for how you're doing is something called NPS or Net Promoter Score, which I'm not sure you're familiar with. Mm. And ours is up there with some of the world's most iconic brands in terms of how schools and teachers feel about us. And ultimately, that comes down to just providing a great service at a great cost, which is unfortunately a bit too rare in education recruitment. Yeah. Oh, well, congratulations on that, Slava, because that really does mean a lot. Actually, getting the feedback from the users is so vital. And has it helped you grow and develop as a business? Yeah, I think we're, we're very big believers that a product, especially a technology product, is never finished. And we, we are wholeheartedly committed to ethnographic research and so really our customers are also building buildings and with us and we're constantly doing user research where somebody will suggest something and then a couple of weeks later we built it and yeah. i think that's also very exciting for those head teachers that get to influence uh, the product that they're using yeah that really that resonates with me actually because that's how we work we listen a lot to schools the schools that use the the curriculum and the curriculum platform and Without their feedback, really, and their ideas, uh, it just wouldn't be shaped the way it is. And it's it's crucial, isn't it? Because they're the users. It has to work as efficiently as possible. Um, and you want to keep that element of creativity and growth, don't you? And, and 
develop the product further, which is exciting. Do you sort of stretch the technology? Are you Have you got a really good team who are looking at technological solutions to the way the platform works and the way schools interact with it? Yes, that's correct. So we, we have our own in-house product development team. None of our engineering is outsourced, unlike oh. most other early stage tech companies. And there, I can't say enough great things about the team. They're really good at their jobs. Um, our chief product officer has a PhD in product design, he used to teach on the subject at Stanford. And, uh, and, and he really does know his stuff there and, and leads that team into to constantly driving improvement. And the way we really think about it is the great products don't do one thing 100% better. They do 100 things 1% to 2% better. Okay. And, and that's where obsessive focus is, is just unpicking the entire process and at every step of the way, just doing things better from how we onboard and, and, and interview teachers to how we check all of the documents to then how we eventually find them work and then how we gather feedback after they actually get work. So every tiny granular step of the process is made as, as efficient and high quality as you can. Can Actually, how do you ensure the quality of the people that are on the um, platform? And I know you, you'll have all the safety things in place, but... Um, yeah, how do, how do schools know they're getting quality teachers from your platform? So there's a couple of different ways that we ensure that. The first is upfront, we do a competency-based interview on every individual. Usually that's someone that has some education expertise conducting that interview. So oftentimes we use former teachers themselves. Yeah. Uh, that gives us an initial rating, but then we constantly calibrate that rating with feedback from days booked onto the platform. So after every single booking, uh, we ask both schools and teachers how that day went. And that feedback is calibrated back into our match algorithm, which then starts to predict where someone is going to be a fit or not. And oftentimes we find that it, it's almost always a function of how good of a pairing it is rather than how good of a teacher was for that day. So oftentimes when there are issues, it's more about the, the quality of the fit than it is about the quality of the individual delivering that. And our algorithm tries to predict and refine based on that. Goodness me, this is the next level, isn't it, really, of of recruitment. So the fit is really important. I, I can understand that. Um, I noticed as well from, you know, just my conversations with your team that you're not just the platform, you do other things as well, don't you? Like the training, you, um, I mean, we're involved in a webinar that's coming up actually, and you offer so much for teachers. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do offer in terms of ongoing training for staff and why you do that? Why did you choose to, to offer that? Yeah, ultimately, we took the view that supply teaching can oftentimes be a thankless profession. And so there's a couple of ways we try to counteract that. One is just simply by when there's positive feedback, giving a mechanism in the product for schools to actually tell teachers. So very similar to a few other online platforms, schools can actually give teachers badges for great behavior management for the day, for <laughs> having a great attitude. Yeah, yeah. There's a few other categories. And actually, we find that to be one of our most beloved features by teachers, because oftentimes they'll teach and that's it. They they get no feedback for the day. They might get sent back into that school a few weeks later and and uh, and, and, and without any real recollection of how they did. Whereas this actually allows them to, to, to get some sort of intrinsic reward for the day for what they've done. Yeah, that's actually, as a supply teacher, um, when I worked with schools that I knew, you get that verbal feedback, you, you know, you'd, you'd sense it with the children first, but it can be quite a lonely job. And that might suit some people. But I think most teachers I know who've done supply, 
it is a bit like you go in, it's quite anonymous, then you go out again. So to, I can see that that would be really valuable, particularly now we're all quite isolated as well. It's, you know, it's even more important to get that immediate feedback if you can and to feel like you're, you're on the right track. And I suppose it goes back to what you're saying about that match, that relationship between a school and teachers as well because they are communities aren't they schools and when you come in as supply you're from the outside in so to feel some connection and to get feedback I can see that's really valuable um, so that's kind of why you did it but what do you actually offer for you know what can supply teachers expect when they join the platform in terms of ongoing awareness or training around education issues or teaching expertise that kind of thing yeah definitely so You've rightly picked up that also we found that oftentimes supply teachers slip through the cracks and don't get to benefit from any particular school's ongoing CPD. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're on a mission to fix that as well. And that comes in a few different flavors, but most of them around just giving up people the opportunity to, to upskill themselves, to train. Mm. Uh, we have regular webinars on various specialist subjects that are relevant to both teachers and teaching assistants. And we also do um, quite regular online training that somebody can take part in and accredit themselves. We've only just released our first one of these, but we have a whole series planned where somebody will be able to log in and on uh, quite a few different subjects, a lot of them actually special, special needs related, be able to take a quite an interactive and engaging course and, and really assess uh, and, and really upskill themselves. That is fantastic, you know, to be able to do training um, is so important. You'd like you say you really do miss out on those staff CPD sessions. So to have online training that you can do is is a real bonus. Just moving on now, I'm quite interested in in the the fact that you're a social enterprise. Could you explain what that actually means then? Yeah, I think at its core, we believe in doing well by doing good. And so not only do we have where we a for profit company with a mission there. But we have a social mission as well, which is to improve the UK education system. The way we do that is by helping schools save money, by helping teachers earn more, and ultimately by putting money back into the education system that can be used for what it should be rather than agency fees. So again, I mentioned it earlier, but every day booked with us is £30 that's gone back into the education system. So since our inception, we've now covered over 100,000 days of supply cover. And we've saved the UK education system over three million pounds already. That is astounding and something that you must be really proud of. We are, but we're also just getting started. So I, we think that there's an opportunity to save hundreds of millions of pounds a year yeah. that's currently wasted on agency fees. And that's just by streamlining and make it, yeah, just making the process so much easier and quicker, isn't it? And getting that quality, because I, I can imagine schools... It could end up wasting a lot of time recruiting, but also recruiting people that aren't a good fit and a good match. And uh, I bet there are some horror stories, both from both sides actually, about where it's just not worked. If you can help to more of a guarantee for schools that they're going to get a better fit and that supply teachers are going to feel happier going to a school, then that is a you know I can see how that's going to just make everyone's lives a lot easier. Um, I mean, thinking in wider terms now about the teacher recruitment issue, I know from talking to head teachers myself, a huge amount of their time is spent on addressing staffing issues, staff absence, um, you know, like you say, get, getting uh, quality supply. What other things do you think will help address this, Slava, from your experience working in recruitment? I think it's no surprise that a lot of people are feeling fragile this past year. And I'm a big believer that an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure here. And so I think the, 
the best head teachers really have a pulse on how their team are doing. And when you come to, to resignation day, there should be no surprises, but oftentimes there are. Uh, I think where you can do it programmatically, that tends to work really well. So some of the schools I've seen do weekly pulse surveys. You don't really need anything beyond Google Forms to be able to do that. Mm. And you start to get a, you start to build up a really good longitudinal picture of how various members of the team are doing. The best ones I've seen actually ask what department people are in. Uh, so if that's a really easy, quick win. And then the other the other aspect I see where there's oftentimes an opportunity is around is around that rec initial recruitment process. Mm. So I think it's it's incredibly important to get that right, and it's really hard to unpick when it doesn't go well. And typically, what I've seen is a lot of processes right now are still driven by gut feel and are are not necessarily as structured as you would expect. And I think there's a real opportunity there to really put together a process that's replicable, that focuses on the key traits that define the school that somebody is working in, and that ultimately takes out that subconscious bias from, from the equation. It should never be about gut feel. It should be across very discrete and concrete metrics of, of whether somebody should be a good fit or not. Mm. Uh, it's amazing. Sometimes you, you see hires now being made without even lesson observations. Yeah, so it's tightening that up and making it more of a structured process. Um, I mean, I read somewhere actually that for the last seven years, according to the DFE data, that you know, there's they've not hit their recruitment targets. So the people coming into the profession, that's that's an issue itself. But once you're there and going through the recruitment process, you want to make that work then, don't you? So that it, it is more successful. And then then it's a longer journey. I know there's a lot of work going on with uh, initial teacher training and the early career framework and mentoring and all that all of those aspects of support for teachers can really help there's a lot of talk about well-being as well and you've mentioned cpd so there's a whole don't you feel like there's a whole kind of set of things that is going to help people stay in teaching but also we're realistic there are going to be people leaving the profession and there are gaps aren't there where you need supply and you need longer term cover but you want that to go well and for people to feel supported when they're in schools. Are you hopeful for the future? Yeah, I mean, I think all of the things you've pointed out are, are, are gonna be incredibly helpful. I also think that ultimately at its core, oftentimes it is a very deeply personal decision made at the individual level on whether someone stays. And actually, there've been quite a lot of academic studies that show one of the best predictors is just your direct relationship with your line manager. So I think really, uh, uh, and this isn't true of just education and teaching, this is true broadly of staying in any role. Yeah. And so I think really obsessing over, over that and really understanding the, the dynamics within a school are mm -hmm. going to be important because I think, you know, it really is as simple as getting that, that initial recruitment process as right as possible. There are always going to be some issues with that. Nobody has 100% success rate with hiring. Yeah. And then really obsessing over staff retention with, with, with the staff that you want to keep. Yeah, I read something interesting about leadership, that most people look for emotional intelligence in leaders. And um, I think that was Simon Sinek. And it, it's across the board, isn't it? It's that connection that you have with your, like you say, your line manager. And you need that connection to work and to feel supported and to feel like you're, you're heard before the cracks start to really appear and you, and you start to feel unhappy in your job. So yeah, I think what we're saying is it, and a lot of people listening will know this, it's a whole range of things that are gonna help. 
And I think broader than that, it's the government and nationally that we value the profession more and we really put invest and value teachers but maybe that's for another podcast but in this episode we're sort of talking about how recruitment it's part of that process isn't it so yeah what what impact is Zen Educate having in schools Slava what what feedback have you been getting yeah I mentioned it earlier but ultimately we've doubled and tripled every single year which is actually pretty unheard of when you're dealing with uh, working in the education sector And I think that ultimately comes to providing an exceptional service to both sides, to both teachers and schools. Mm -hmm. For teachers, we're we're helping people work that might otherwise not have considered work, especially with with being able to really manage their schedule in an easy way that isn't actually accessible through a traditional agency where where it's actually really hard to work flexibly, where you're constantly pestered with phone calls, where you can be unavailable on a particular day and there's no way of actually notifying someone compared to an online calendar. And so you're still having to just literally switch your phone off. And for schools, it's, it's really about getting cost savings and that match quality up. So I mentioned that we've provided over 100,000 days of cover so far. And our ambition is to get that up to well over a million days a year of cover. So we're, we're really believe we're just getting started as a business and there's a long way to go. And yeah. if you look five years out into the future, this should be the default way of doing things, right? Like this, it, it doesn't make sense for somebody to pick up the phone, ask, if, ask somebody if they have someone available for them and then spend an hour waiting while they work their way through a phone tree. You should be able to discover all of that through the press of a button. Yeah, and can, can people just go onto the website and see examples of how it works have you got a video or yeah absolutely see and just sort of browse platform yeah definitely if there's any school out there that's listening and interested they can definitely do that on our website and they can also just get in touch and someone on the team can can walk them through all of that and set up accounts and and uh and help them get going that's fantastic so i'm sadly we've come to the end of the podcast but if you are listening and you're either supply teacher or thinking about supply um, then do check out Zen Educate's website where Slava said all those uh, resources are and then you can book a call with somebody but you can also follow you on social media because you've got your webinars you advertise them on social media and can anyone um, access them and, and look and get the downloads or the recordings of your training? That's right if anybody out there uh, wants to attend any of our webinars feel free to just sign up and you'll be able to do that. Yeah. Well thank you thanks so much Slava for joining me on the podcast today. No problem. Thank you very much, Carolyn, for having me. Thank you, the listeners, for joining us. Until next time, it's goodbye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. It was brought to you by Cornerstones Education. We help primary schools in England, Wales and beyond with the materials and tools to design, deliver and manage their curriculum. Follow us on social media at Cornstones Edu or visit us on our website, cornstones.co.uk. We would love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening.